Welcome back to Out of Range. I'm Craig. I'm Laura. This is your semi-regular show about real, real things, things diabetes. diabetes. Ooh, I've never good. done that before. <laughs> that hasn't happened before. So <laughs> you come over every week. Yeah. And I make dinner. Every week. Every week. And you bowl us every week. <laughs> And what I've noticed recently, oh God, which was a, a pattern I didn't really notice before. About me? I don't know if it's new or not. It's about you. Oh God. That <laughs> what are you when you start to go high, not even start to go high. Let me let me rewind a little. Rephrase. When you're looking at your Dexcom and your blood sugar goes up, you but- assume your blood sugar is spiking. And yeah. when your blood sugar goes down, and not to explain this to the listeners, to the listeners, I'm not saying like at seven o'clock she's 200, and at 7:30 she's 80. I'm saying at seven <laughs> o'clock she's 120, and then at 7:05 she's 118. Freak out! She <laughs> freaks out every single time. This happened last time we recorded. <clears throat> you were like Craig. How many carbs is and you know, I make your He weighs the food. Weighs the food. So there's no reason know I exactly have to doubt carbs. him. Do you always doubt me? Yeah. That's not the point. <laughs> the point is that even even disregarding if you bolused right or wrong, which we know you did. That I bolused right. You bolused right. But you know, things happen. But you see yourself. You see your blood sugar go down a little bit, and you just like immediately think this is going to get out of hand. I get paranoid, yeah. And this is a very modern issue because of the Dexcom. One, we have spoken about this before with how too much information, too much information makes you react too quickly, which I was guilty of then, and I am still guilty of. But yeah, I don't like. Seems worse. I don't. My my condi- yeah, my condition. condition. <laughs> um, I feel like I'm being attacked. Dex, <laughs> no, Dex I'm just kidding. No, no, you're right. So, see, oh. she's checking right now because I was gonna see. Okay, so let's yes. Okay, guys, look. Let's dissect. I'm this. yeah. Let's t- let's open this up a little bit. Let's break it down. I don't like having a high blood sugar. And I don't like having a low blood sugar. Something we can all relate to. Right. So the second that I can visibly see that I am going towards a low or towards a high, I my first instinct is to stop it before it happens. But towards a low. Yeah, Craig is right. These aren't down arrows. Like it will literally be one oh ten. It'll be one oh ten. It'll be one ten to like one oh six, and then like a flat arrow. Yes, a straight hour arrow. But for the record, there have been plenty of times where I've let that ride out, and it keeps going down. And just because it's a straight arrow doesn't mean that I'm slowly dropping to where I do end up under seventy, and then I do have to treat it then. So I think maybe because those situations have happened to me, where I'm like, well, if it's gonna go to 70 eventually if I eat something now it'll stop that low before it happens well to me it was like you weren't even below 100 okay and you were correcting and I only yeah yeah point this out because there have been times (laughs) when you weren't low 
And I treat. Oh, and you treated, and then you text. I'm high. I'm high. No, this happens to me often. Yes, let's all right. <laughs> let's all get a little glimpse into my <laughs> neurotic brain. There are times where I correct a high. Like, let's just say we, I wake up and I'm high and I get a correction. Mm-hmm. Let's say I'm like 280 and then I see a 220 diagonal down arrow because my blood sugar is doing exactly what it's supposed to be after insulin. 280 to 220? Yeah. Like That's a, a big drop. Like I'm, no, not like instantly, but let's oh, say okay. I started 280 and now here I am, 220 diagonal down. My head goes, well, that's eventually going to drop you under 100. Like that is, like, my head goes right to this you extreme place. You see the down arrow and you just assume it's going to keep going down. Yeah, so zero. I've like had, you guys, this is so bad. This is like therapy right now. I've been like 160 diagonal down and I've eaten sugar to combat the insulin that's in my body. But what happens when? And then I go back up. Oh, and then I have a terrible day. This is not something I am condoning. (laughs) I'm saying this is a problem that I have. I guess you're saying it's a problem that I have. We'll get to that point. Okay. Oh boy. But let's, let's flip it on the other way. Okay. You'll be... 130 and you'll go up to 135 and you think and then i, I say i should get a unit and then so you I, give a unit and then and then i go low 30 minutes later you're low yeah so you know the definition of insanity <laughs> what is the definition of insanity laura pavlakovich <laughs> it's just a picture of you <laughs> it's a photo of my face holding your dexcom i want to think i'm not the only one that has this problem i know for sure as hell i didn't have this problem before the dexcom yeah because there was no way to have this problem um here we are with this problem now well you did you did i mean last week that last week you said you said something that like i should have known and that everybody knows but like i have lost sight of it like the like literally type one diabetes one-on-one you said how about this don't treat until you're below 100 don't treat your low until yeah. you're below 100 don't yeah. have any sugar until because i was like this i was like 118 yeah. straight arrow yeah and you level off at like 103 and then i got home and i was like 90 something and in my my body your lizard brain in my lizard like- brain I was like, oh my God, I'm going to plummet in the middle of the night. I'm going to have a seizure. This was it. At least my, the last person I saw was Craig. I went out with a bang and then I woke up Worst and I- last people to see. And I woke up and I was still 90. And then today you ate lunch. Yeah. And you forgot the bolus. I did not forget to bolus. Okay. I- didn't bolus. I didn't because I was nannying and I'm I watch a four month old sleep regression, blah blah blah. She was sleeping on me, like in a way that if I were to move, she was gonna wake up and I really truly didn't want to interrupt her sleep. And I ate a very low carb lunch. It wasn't like I ate a bowl of pasta and I was like, yeah. Oh, I'll let her sleep. It was but not you a, said like I'm gonna go high. Yeah, because I went Cause you know, Oh god, this is so uh, yeah. I went from one Probably. Okay. I went from like 120 to 135 <laughs> after eating. I thought it was mm-hmm. going to stay the same and it stayed. I stayed the same exact number for a while. And then all of a sudden it was like jumped from 120 to 135. And I was like, oh shit, I should have gotten insulin. 
but then she was still sleeping and she looked so cute. And like I said, if my health weren't like, if I were in danger of something happening, I would go and do it. Drop but I really, yeah, I realized like that I was going to be okay. So I let the baby sleep and then I was fine. And you were fine. I never needed insulin. Yeah. You didn't give any insulin. You were, I didn't get any. Where'd you level insulin. off at? Um, 135. Well, I, t- I finally got up and tested and I was 140. Um, and then I just left it. And then you showed up here. Yeah, and I was 120. You were fine. Yeah. So. Well, now I'm dropping. Oh, God. <laughs> now I'm 80. It's probably from the stress of putting the all my dirty laundry out there. So I think it comes back to this idea that we are our own worst enemy. Like diabetes itself doesn't do anything to us. It is the absence of our body producing. Right. It's like the negative space. Right. (laughs) And we have to fill that space with insulin and whatnot. And in any given day, our diabetes isn't doing anything against us. It's not like it's fighting our body. It's just our body's just not doing something. And so obviously if we do nothing, bad things happen. But also those bad things that happen are because of the choices we make to do or not do something. Does that make sense? Yeah. And it sucks (laughs) because then when your blood sugar is bad, like who do you blame but yourself? Right. And this goes, this was like our other episode about... I mean, there's a lot of factors yeah. you can't control. Yeah. But what's well, like, yeah. But there, the things that you can control, like you can screw that up. And I do. <laughs> <laughs> and I wasn't going to say that, but thank you. Um, no, but I don't know if it's what you would call it. Is it overthinking? Is it uh, micromanaging? No. There's a word I have in my head. But not right. in your mouth. But not in my mouth. <laughs> it's it's like you're trying to react before you have to. And Which, instead of just letting the blood sugar do your thing, it's like you it's like you think you can see into the future. Well, and as you said that, it's like, wait, can I just say something really yeah. quick? I just read this thing about how if you oh my god, everything is falling into place right now. Okay, I just read this thing. Where it says, if you stress about something before it happens, you're going to end up stressing about it twice. Or like you're going to have twice as much stress if it does happen. Okay. Right. So you might as well not stress until it does. And then that's only one time you have to feel that instead of twice. And it's like for me, me correcting too early is I'm stressed about it then. But then my correction causes it to go the other direction, which makes me do it twice. When if I were just to leave it and say I do go low, then I treat it once. Yeah. But it's not just that. It's not even just the stress of it. It's what's happening is that no, right. I'm you're not even if going I tr- low. I know, I'm saying. You treat it and then you go high. No, no, I'm and saying. And then you treat it and you go I low know, and then I'm, you go high and then I know, you go low. I'm comparing, high, I'm comparing those stress things to those yeah. reactions. So I'm saying if, I'm, if I don't treat it when I think I'm going to go low and I wait until I go low, then I'm only treating it once instead of treating a low and then a high. Yeah. For the record, you guys, my blood sugars aren't out of control. They're not crazy. I I have good blood sugars, but I am constantly correcting. Like, like I have, you know what? I, I don't want people to think I, 
like I have You're 400 and then 40. And yeah, then that's not it. It's, it's always between a very small window. It's just me going up and down, up and down between the small window because I get freaked out. I don't go between the, you but know the, what I mean? Yeah. I'm not like 40. Yeah. Like you just said, I, but the I, issue is that it's we're giving you so much more. It's forcing so much more energy yes. on diabetes because you have to keep, it's like Pong, right? Yeah, yeah that's what it is. But I do, but yes, but. And you're bouncing it back and forth. Right. No, yes. I guess you are right. Yeah. I just want people to know those lines are in between a very strict range of numbers because yeah. I won't let them go higher or lower. And that's par- all part of my problem. Yeah. Because when you see that you're approaching 100, you think, well, I don't want to get to 60. Yeah. And so then, then I correct, and then I go correct. up to 150, and then and I correct because I think I'm going to go high, yeah. and then I'm 100 again. So. Yeah. I mean, part of this is, I feel like this is like the real theme of the show. It's real things, diabetes, but all comes down to like social media in a sense. What's well, A lot well, of these things, and that the idea that like, people tell you that you have to be like within a certain range all the time or you're bad and you're killing yourself and you're blah, 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 blah. And so it's all of these pressures from people who are not qualified to pressure us. Who are nutritionists. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Who are telling us, yeah, these like pseudo. These self. Self-proclaimed endocrinologists. Self-proclaimed uh, I feel like we need a good term for that. If you have a good yeah. term for this, message us. Let us know. Who are like giving out this medical advice saying you have to be between 80 and 120 all the time. Right. For instance. And then that's putting this pressure on us that the medical community as a whole doesn't agree with. Like, there's a reason your doctor says your A1C has to be below seven, not below six. And it's because the medical consensus is that being below six isn't that much better than being below seven. Like the risks of lows are worse. Right. Good point, Stooping. So I don't, I don't know. I think no, I, it's, I, it's I all the pressure we're putting on ourselves. Yeah, and I think too. I'm going to bring up the my whole thing about the. Yeah. I think because we are so conditioned to make everything that we post and everything in our lives aesthetically pleasing, that when it comes to our Dexcom graphs, and I'm speaking from myself, like for myself, I like to see a straight line. When I have had countless people have to remind me that non-diabetics don't have a straight line on a Dexcom because they shoot up after meals, they come back down naturally, but they don't have a straight line. So for us to be striving to have a straight line when a person who does produce insulin doesn't have that is absolutely fucking insane. And well, they don't wear Dexcoms, so we but don't know have. what a normal person. No, but non-diabetic, yeah. they have done stuff, and that's that's the only reason I know this information. They've done trials and studies where non-diabetics have put on a Dexcom to compare. But and I guess- mean, we wear it twenty-four-seven, so we're always looking at it. And right, if you're, you know, if a parent or a sibling or a friend was wearing a twenty-four-seven, and you were always looking at theirs next to yours, 
we wouldn't feel that pressure. But the problem is whenever we see a Dexcom, it's a person with type one. Right. No, but I'm saying when I'm like, I want that straight line. And yeah. then I have to tell myself, well, why do you feel like a straight line is the is the best thing for you when a person who doesn't have this disease doesn't have a straight line and they're considered like they would be perfect and I'm not, mm-hmm. or they're normal and I'm not, but they're not, they don't even achieve what I'm trying to achieve. And with that being said, I think because we're all trained to like what is pretty and that that straight line is the most beautiful thing to us. I cry every time I see a straight line. <laughs> a single tear. No, I was telling Craig, it was the other day where I had these this really good day. Which I love that we have talked about so many topics about how like one blood sugar doesn't ruin your day. But yeah. I I like seeing that I've had a day where I've stayed I've had a very straight line the whole day. Yeah. And there have been times I am like so proud of that. And then I go out to dinner and I'm with friends and I, everyone's like ordering all this food and I see all this food that I want to eat. And then I look down at my Dexcom graph and I'm like, if I eat this or even if I just have dinner, there's a chance I'm no longer going to have the straight line. You don't want to ruin the perfect day. And I ask myself like, well, is it worth enjoying yourself or literally even just eating? Is it worth eating? Is it worth eating? enjoying yourself? Yeah, but not. Really? But even under, even deeper than that, yeah. like, is it even worth having dinner? Because then tomorrow I can either say I had an entirely perfect day, or is can it say even worth living, or I, or I can say, oh, I had a perfect day up until dinner, and then and then my whole day was shot. Yeah, and I deal with that all the time, and it's like nobody is looking. I mean, okay, James sees my graph, but no one is looking at my graph. No one is judging me based off of my line. Besides James. Besides James. But I go through this thing where I'm like, I just like, how nice is it? And, you know, I'm sure that social media plays a role because I see people all the time post their straight lines that they've had the whole day and good for them. That's fucked. That's great. No, seriously. But (laughs) like that puts in my brain, like my mind that I want that too. And then there are times when I haven't eaten so that it stays straight. Yeah. And I know I'm not the only one. You're not. I think that the funny thing is we we think in that moment like 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 you said we're the only one who sees this right we always see our ourselves at dinner and it's great and we don't want to screw it up but also when we wake up the next morning like we've forgotten all that right like, what was your blood sugar last night at dinner I have no idea exactly so we, we put so much pressure <laughs> to not screw it up yeah and it's fleeting yeah it's the, the the stress that we're putting on ourselves lasts longer than yeah. the victory of a blood yeah, sugar a full that, day. that and and we're not saying like oh go to cheesecake factory and order the whole menu yeah we're not saying don't have yourself. those days <laughs> but but this is not even like this isn't even like oh, go treat yourself and it's okay if you go high. We're not even saying that. We're just saying like, you're not even allowing yourself the carbs and like the chance to bolus and get it right. Yeah. Because you're so worried that you might get it wrong. Uh Almost like you don't trust yourself. I was just going to say, I don't give myself enough credit. Do you think you don't trust yourself? Um, When I'm out to eat, then I can never say for sure if I bolus correctly. What about when you're home? I'm pretty good at home. What about when I cook? Well, I'm you never dropping slowly now, so we'll see what happens. You're 78 but. and flat. Yeah, but I started at 90. This is what I'm saying. Yeah. 
that is a significant change. It's going to get to 75 and alert me that I'm low. We'll see. Okay. I'm not going to do anything until we finish. If I'm like passed out on the floor, will you call 911? No. Oh, perfect. I keep recording. Until- Go live. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it makes sense that you don't trust what you're eating when you go out. And it's very easy to second guess yourself. Right. I tend to either. I used to do that a lot. I tend to overshoot by so much or completely. Like it's never like I'm a little bit off. It's like I either am plummeting as I'm eating because I got too much. I'm going to take you into the mind of Craig. Okay, let's go. This is what I used to be like. So what am I eating? Where am I at? What am I getting? Thai. Thai food. Okay. Uh, Place down the block. Yeah. Oh, so good. Love it. Um, (laughs) And so I look at the meal. You have egg rolls too. Let's add some egg Ooh. rolls or spring oh, rolls man. and then pad thai. Okay. But you just got an iced tea unsweetened, so you don't have unsweetened. to worry about that. Yeah. Okay. Not a Thai iced tea, just a No, no, no. Tea. You're not crazy. Oh, well, yeah. Okay. You don't have a death wish. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. So, so I'm looking at this meal and I'm counting the carbs in my head, like when it comes. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking at it and I'm thinking, okay, looks about 80 grams of this. And then we're going to do one spring roll, maybe one and a half. How many are in order? Let's just say one and a half. Let's say 30 grams for that. 110 grams, right? Okay. Pull up the, this is back when I was in my Omnipod. I'm beep, 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 beep. Boop, boop, beep, boop. Starts getting my bowls. Beep. So then I start eating, blah, 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 eating. Halfway through this food is gone. I'm thinking, was that really two cups? Because it's taking me a long time to eat all this. Oh no. Is it, is it really two cups or maybe was it three cups was it two and a half cups and now i start and then i think i don't know that spring roll that could have been 20 grams each instead of 15 grams each and i'm while i'm eating yeah i'm like recalculating the carbs sounds like a great way to enjoy your meal i'm like counting the carbs <laughs> as it's like going in my right, mouth you're like, like one bite, bite two bite yeah, 15 grams five gram, more grams two gram three gram oh my god and then I finish, and then I think, okay, how much, how many grams was that meal? Should I give more? Should I give less? I mean, many a well, times where I'd be like, less. no, <laughs> should, should I order that Thai tea? Right. Should I get the Thai, thai tea? tea. Um, and if I think it's more, then I'll just give myself more. I'll be like, okay, it wasn't 110. It was 130. But this is all still based in, in your guesstimates. Yeah. I'm like, I'm just like guesstimating as I'm eating. Real time. Carb Real counting. time carb counting. <laughs> With Craig's stooping. <laughs> that our new segment. People Let's just put plates this. of food in your face and you have to say how Do many carbs are in it. people would pay to watch that? I would yeah. not. Yes. Um, <laughs> it's like a video game. Yeah, you just, just they eating. just add pizza. It's just above the Wait, plate and as I bite You people, have to name yeah. all the carbs. Okay. Yeah. Let's get back. I like this idea. We'll so come back. So next time on Out of Range, Craig eats a meal while everybody Craig watches. Eats. Craig allows himself to eat the pleasure of eating. So that's a miserable way to live, to live. (laughs) Like you don't enjoy the meal. Um, You don't enjoy anything really. Yeah. Um, But, but I get changed. Yeah. This is episodes not about me. 
I don't want you. it to be about me. Well, because you're all it's into stoicism you. now. I'm wondering yeah. if your new stoicism journey has anything to do with it. But I want to re-emphasize really quick because since these most of these episodes about you or about you helping me, people always think I'm the weaker one. <laughs> <laughs> they think I'm the weaker being. And not that I'm going to say anything negative about you right now. No. But you guys, like I just went to the endo. I had an amazing appointment. I'm doing great. Perfect. It's just the, I'm perfect. perfect. Practically perfect. I have this amazing A1C. No, my, I, my A1C was a lot lower than last time. I'm not, it's just like these little neurotic spurts that I have. There are days when I'm not like correcting. It's like once I do it once, it kind of creates the snowball effect. Yeah. But there are days when I am relaxed and ha- like, am not thinking about where my blood Well, I think the point of the show, is which is different than, maybe other podcasts or Instagram accounts or whatever is that we're not here. I'm not here saying like giving medical advice, like, Oh, your basil's wrong. Let's change your basil. Like let's, we're not pulling up your Dexcom and your clarity reports and your A1C. Every time I show up, Craig asked me for my clarity (laughs) code and puts it in his computer. (laughs) (laughs) And I, I analyze it while we eat before day by day. Really what we're dealing with is the behind the scenes yeah, mental toll of type one. And social media. Let's just put all that social out media. There. Just delete yeah. your account. That should just be the it does, that should be the it motto takes for the, the show. Well, can we talk about wait, maybe that's for the end. Yeah. Okay. So so I think that yes, you are doing a great job managing your type one. You are in control of your type one diabetes, but you're putting all this extra strain and stress mentally on your soul. Yeah. I think there's much room for mental improvement that, that, that we're not necessarily making changes to improve your type one that, though that might happen, you know, you might have less of this up and down, but it's more about making type one a, less prominent part of your daily not yeah. even, da- My not thoughts. even daily, your hourly your minutely your minutely Secondly. we need a word for like five minutely because My that's because we really don't do things in yeah. minutes we do things in five minute dexcom readings in your five minute dexcom dots, Interv- intervals intervals yeah because i agree removing that making diabetes a less I don't know if prominent is the right word, but making it less, not less important, but just making, I don't know, eliminating the diabetes stress will allow you to enjoy life more. And I think that there's this idea that when you get type one, because it's so overwhelming and impacts everything. All consuming. That it it just like ruins life. On Saturday this past weekend. Debilitating. This past weekend I had Saturday off and I was like, I'm going to take this self-care day. And I went and I got a massage and <laughs> I can't believe I didn't tell this in the beginning. I was like, <laughs> like 115. Oh my God. And I was like, well, my biggest fear because in life, listen, because one time I did get this massage and I started off fine. And I kid you not afterwards, it was like such like this, like I was like, it was hot after the massage. I was 30 Oof. 
And I had to sit there and like, couldn't really even explain to this lady what was going on. I was just like sitting there staring at her eating. Like it was this very bad experience. Like I dropped from a very normal number to 30. So this time I I think that's, was the last time I got a massage. I was like, well, I don't want to go low. So I was like, let me have one fruit strip and I'd rather be high during the whole thing. But then of course it was like this hour massage where I was supposed to be in full relaxation mode. And I was just like, what's my blood sugar? And I had taken my watch off. And then I hear my Dexcom vibration. And I was like, I'm either high and I'm, or I'm low. You don't know the vibration sound based on, doesn't it vibrate differently? No, I I put it on do not disturb and it was just vibrate. If it's urgent low, it would be. So I knew it was an urgent low, but I was like, I'm either under 75 or I'm above 180. And then I just had to, the half of the massage, I was literally <laughs> just wondering, just, just what hearing was it. I was just hearing it over and over again. I was like, I don't really feel low, but last time I didn't feel low. And then when I got out, I was I was over 180. I'd gone up from the fruit strip, but I was just like, I couldn't even. This was like my hour to relax, and of course, I was so Ruined concerned it. about what was happening. It fucking sucked. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good massage. It sounds like the best self care day. I know. I tried. But yeah. And I, and I think the, I want to emphasize that like trying to keep your blood sugars in range isn't the problem. No. And the issue that you're specifically having is you're trying to stop things before. Yeah. And stop things before I think they're going to happen. You see your blood sugar go down four points and you think, all right, now it's down four points. Like. I'm going to drop. It's going to go, it's down four now. And then the next five minutes, it'll be down 40 and I'm dead. I also have a really hard time just trusting my Dexcom, which I think ties into that Mm. too, just because it's been inaccurate so many times. It's just layered. It's layered, Craig. You did take a Dexcom break once a while ago. Once upon a time. We had an episode and we talked about that. It was when I got married. Yeah. I didn't want my Dexcom on my wedding photos. Do you feel like you're married to your Dexcom now? <laughs> all my, all my, I take new wedding photos of just me and my Dexcom. <laughs> what if, I don't know. I was going to say, what if you could like wear the Dexcom? And have someone else look at it and I don't but look at it. But you had your receiver. Yeah. And just in like your purse. So it was near you and grabbing the information, but you couldn't actually see it. But- like James followed you. And so if you were urgent low, he would tell you. But like if you were high or you were just a little low, you just had to This is test. a crazy thing that you're saying. So you, so we would. Okay, no, this I is hear great. you. So this is great. <laughs> I see where the. the we cow. do a week. We get your last week of, Dex, of Dexcom information. And then we do your next week where it, you're blind. You're still wearing it. And then we compare. So what James will be like, you're low. Ha- and tell me what, how much I need to treat for. No, he'll just say you're 55 assuming you're not like 70 and you feel low and then you test. Like it's, we're not saying you can't test your oh, blood sugar. You, <laughs> you can't eat. <laughs> you're just going pre Dexcom. This is wild. You can't eat unless James tells you to eat. You can't James, give it. Unless James. I, James, I have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> so then the next week, James manages your diabetes for you. He just follows Why is around. James the one doing, the one doing this? <laughs> Who said I He's trust James with my life? Do you trust James more or your Dexcom? My <laughs> James will text like an hour after my urgent low is going off. I'm like, oh, by the way, Laura, you're low. I'm like, yeah, James, I fucking know. It's been going off for an hour. So so you wear the desk so we can see the information. Yeah, I hear you. But 
but you're not actually. But I would test. At it. I would test normally. Test whenever you want to test. One test thirty times a day. Test thirty times a day. Well, isn't that the same as constantly checking? I don't think so. Because I don't have arrows. Because you don't have which, ironically, is the thing that we say is the best part. Like you see, right. it, you're dropping. But I think that the issue is when you see every five minutes, you assume in your head, okay, I've gone down four points. I'm dying. If I go down four, I'm about to go down forty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Put that on a t-shirt. This is just the beginning. And. Yeah, these are just cer- this isn't my whole life. You're you are this making it seem a bit like my whole life is just controlled by this thing, like by diabetes. It's mo- it's it's when I'm paying attention the most. Yeah, that I want to control it the most. If I'm like at a you know what I mean. If I have people yeah. over, if I have like a bunch of people over and I'm like hosting, you know what I mean. If I'm like entertaining, I'm not doing this. This is when it's like just me that day. I go to work. I come home. It's like, you know what I mean? If there are yeah. things happening and I'm distracted by life and doing fun things, my day is, I'm not like at a music festival, like constantly checking. It's more just like when I'm putting all of my focus into it yeah. and I have the time to do that, then I tend to do that. I get that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So like I'm going to the desert tomorrow. I doubt with a, a group of friends, I doubt that I'm going to be constantly tracking my blood sugar. Yeah. So maybe that's the perfect time to do this experiment. Exactly. <laughs> well, you don't have to do it for a week. Four days. Four, three. How long are you going? Uh, Thursday through Saturday. Okay, so Sunday, start looking again. Okay, but can I look at, but can I turn my, I mean, at night I would like alerts. I don't trust James to wake up. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you can have your ducks come at night. <laughs> No one can tell if Craig is serious or joking right now. No, and guess what? I can't serious. either. <laughs> uh, because I'm just curious. Like, I'm not a guinea pig. Well, you are. In this instance. <laughs> what, you, what we should do is I should take like a stress test while I'm looking at my Dexam all the time and then take one after three days of not looking at yeah. it. And then we'll present the article to the board. <laughs> <laughs> the beta cell board, just you yeah, and the James. beta cell headquarters. Yeah. All right. Think about it. Sure. I don't have a, anything to say about that right now. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, I think we covered a lot. There was something you wanted to say about social media. Did I start saying it and then I You got- were like, I'm going to save this for the end. Oh. That's it for this week. <laughs> That's it. I don't remember. Um, so I guess the moral of this story, I don't know if there's a moral. There's always a moral. What's the moral? No, there's never a moral. Um, that should be enjoy your life. Don't let social media dictate how you. I was gonna say diabetes sucks enough as it is. Don't let it suck more from you. Diabetes sucks enough as it is. Don't let it suck more from you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a poet. Clearly, you guys were like not. Okay. Are we using this? 
Yeah, we have to. Okay. I was saying we're like pretty much sober in this episode. And oh. Because this is like our new thing. We don't drink before the episode anymore. But of course, tonight we're just like still all. This is just us. If you guys thought that we act a certain way because we're drinking before the episode, we're here to prove you wrong. <laughs> sure. Yeah, this is just, uh, I'm just saying you would think, yeah. you know what I mean? If I were to hear this, I'd be like, oh, they drank before. No, we didn't. Yeah. We, anyway, we're just enjoying life, okay? So I think that, no. What do you think? We don't always bring solutions. We're just bringing up. Yeah, so we don't really have a solution for this. I mean, Sometimes it's good just to identify the issue. Yeah. And I think that. Mine, this has been my thing. We've talked about it before. I need, what did I, wait, I actually had a thing. No, I got a, I got a thing. I okay. Say what, your thing. Say your thing. This. Okay. Say your thing. So even when you say like, no. Okay. So you know how you said that it seems like these episodes, it's me like giving advice to you. Yeah. But when you were talking about that, like flat line. Yeah. You know, and you're like, oh, it's I'm good. Like, do I really want to like risk this? I mean, I do the same thing. You know, I love carbs. Yeah, you love carbs. And I still think sometimes like, is it worth eating this just to throw a monkey wrench? Thank you for saying this. Into my day. Um, yeah, that's what it is. It's just a... I know my day won't be ruined. It's just a blip. I think it's it's the fear that I think it maybe it does come back to trust. It's the fear that okay, I'm going to get this wrong. Like we don't trust that we're going to get it right and then that's going to cause more problems. Yeah. Like I'm I'm going to eat this and it's going to be wrong and my blood sugar is going to go high. So this was me today at lunch. We had um this big celebration. It catered Mexican food. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rice, yeah. beans, steak. The whole enchilada. Up, uh, uh, <laughs> the little uh, tortillas. Uh, there was some salad. I don't know. Guacamole. All the good stuff. And we ate this. And I was like, oh, you know, I think it's like this much insulin. And then they had these. Ice cream cookie sandwiches. And you know you can't say no to ice cream. I can't say no to ice cream, especially when it's wrapped in cookies. And so I went and I was going to split it with my coworker. And then she didn't want it. So I'm like, well, I don't want to waste this. Guess you have to eat the whole so thing. Ate the whole thing. Naturally. And so I just thought in my head, okay, it's this much as I give this much as one. And like this whole time, I didn't even looked at my Dexcom. Like I knew I w- was fine, but I had not looked yeah. at it. I think I looked at it probably before I started eating. And then get back to my office and I look and it's like starting to come down. I can see the line starting to trend down. And I think maybe I didn't need, because I took more insulin after I ate that ice cream sandwich. I and thought. Craig was so stressed out, you texted us. Yeah, which I this, never do. Yeah, Craig was like, you guys, I had this meal, I got too much insulin, I'm going well, like, too low. Is, like, freak, yeah, he was panicking. Uh, so I, yeah, so I, it was And like then, wait, wait, he was panicking? I wish I could find it. Oh, God. We have too many. He was panicking. 
pretty much what happened. He was panicking. And then like, I'm not kidding, maybe 10 minutes go by. And then he just texts like, never mind, I'm fine. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> because it had stopped. Like, it had yeah. started to come down. And I thought, I just gave myself that extra insulin, but I'm already coming down. Yeah, you were, yeah. Maybe you, I didn't what you need said. this. You're like, I'm, I'm coming down as I'm eating. No, no, this was, I had already finished eating. I had given myself more insulin oh, and, then and then I looked dropped. at it and I was still coming down and I was like, there's no way that insulin hit me yet. I'm still coming down. Mm. And I thought I'm just, that insulin's going to hit me. And I'm just going to plummet. And the food, the ice cream cookie sandwich just kind of hit me at the right time. And I just. Yeah. But do you think that's kind of luck? You know, I think that it's luck that we make, we make our own luck. Like I've had type one for a little over 18 years, something like that. How long have you had it? 23, about. And in those 18 and 23 years, we've eaten thousands of meals. At least 10. <laughs> we've bolused billions of times. We've yeah. checked our blood sugars a trillion of times. times. <laughs> and so here's an analogy which I'm not condoning you ever get super drunk nope never <laughs> so in my experience there have been one or two times in my life usually related to JRF <gasps> events where you drink where there's open bars drink a ton listen to our last episode about drinking and diabetes <laughs> and I can Still, no matter how inebriated oh. I am, I'm still aware of my blood sugar. I'm testing. I'm bolusing. Like we get late night pizza with mac and cheese on top of it. Delicious, by the way. I bolus for it. Wait, can I say something? Say it. I, and I'm not proud of this. And I'm not condoning this, but hey, I was in high school. I was hanging out with the oh, bad I, kids. I was talking over 21. This is what I'm saying. You're I right. have blacked out in my Once. life there have been several times not current not recent but when i was younger i blacked out multiple times and can i tell you what there was not one night i forgot to get my lantis yeah isn't that crazy i would not brush my teeth but i would have gotten my i even i had never forgotten to get my lantis and i wouldn't even remember any part of the night yeah so it's so ingrained in yeah. us that we have to do these things that yeah, like me eating pad thai, me eating my ice cream sandwich. My, I knew how much insulin. Like I looked at it and my, I instinctively thought this much insulin. And I did it and it was only afterwards that I started second guessing myself. Like maybe I was wrong. And it turned out I was right. Laura. You were right tonight. We're <laughs> wrapping up this episode. We're doing a Dexcom check. Yeah. When we started, you were 90. I went down to 78 and my heart started pounding. Yeah. And now I'm 82. And if we look at your watch, it's perfectly flat. Yeah. And had we not been recording and you were 78. I would have ate something. Yeah. 100%. And you're fine. Maybe I just need to record my whole life. <laughs> So we're flipping. Instead of getting off social media, you just have to never get yeah, off of it. never going to stop recording a podcast. Never get off. No, but I will tell you this. Like deep down, I understand that I just went back up to 82. If I go home 
and I'm like 76, I'll probably treat before bed. Yeah. Maybe you you treat with half a fruit strip instead of a whole fruit strip. Okay, I've been doing that. Micro fruit stripping, I call it. (laughs) Yeah, we're both branding experts here. (laughs) Disclaimer. So it worked out. Yeah. The carb counts. Your carb counts were right, but it's just, I mean, it's not just carb. Uh, we it's need not. to stop because it's not just carb counts that matter. It's no. what, you know, it was a stress for me taking 20 minutes to find a parking spot to get yeah. here. Out of Range is a production of Beta Cell, and it's produced by me and Laura. Craig does all of our recording and editing. Subscribe to Beta Cell wherever you listen to podcasts to get Out of Range downloaded automatically onto your phone every week. Love what we do? Support us on Patreon and we'll send you some swag. Visit patreon.com forward slash Beta Cell for more info. I'm Craig. And I'm Laura. And this is Out, Out of, of Range. Range. Surprise to me, I am my own worst enemy Cause every now